I don't think I cried as much when I was in survival cancer mode as mm. I did when I was in the aftermath. You're watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're gonna cry now. And the, the game's over and they just keep panning on the players that lost. I oh. hate watching the sad men in sports <laughs> games that lose because I'm just like, they're finally showing emotion. Hi, Julie. Hello. <laughs> I like how we always start with me saying hi. <laughs> well, yeah, you kick it off. I have to kick it off. It's my thing. My God, just laughing about my setup here and and what it took to get to this setup because I'm all holed up in your room and I have to get the right background and I'm moving chairs and I'm flipping them upside down because I can't fit in this room anywhere else. Funny, we're off to a good start as well as untangling microphones and all the things that, you know, that get us started over here. I'm day in sitting the, here waiting. Yeah, day in the life. You're always like, I'm ready. If I say, if you say we're going to record at a certain time, you're always ready exactly at that time. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. going to be ready at that time. Maybe this will lead into our topic today. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. Why is this so funny? I, I love this because I feel like it's our time to really talk to each other. <laughs> and sometimes it's hard to believe that we have probably people listening. But anyway. All right. So how's the week so far? How's the weather? Because you had the big storm coming into California. Yes. Lots of rain. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because I've had to tell myself like, it's just rain. Just like rain. I've driven in rain before. <laughs> I've driven in snow before, you know, and what happened to you? <laughs> so it's funny, like it's so like you like you're so affected by the circumstances and your surroundings because yes. everyone else is freaking out about driving in the rain. So I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, should I <laughs> be freaking out about driving in the rain? And it's like, no, I've done this before. It's fine. And even last night I went to a show and I walked there. And it's like a 10 minute walk and it was raining. And I was like, oh, I wish I could just bail. Like, I don't want to go out in the rain. And I was <laughs> like, if I lived in like New York or Chicago, I would be walking in the rain right now to go where I was trying to go. So I was like, we're going. <laughs> it's so funny. So it changed. Your mindset has shifted being a California resident now. I think it's just a little bit. Right? It's like freaking out. Everyone else is freaking out about like it's the rain, rain. And roads. And I'm like, it's <laughs> just rain. And the roads are fine. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, I'm glad it wasn't. I think too I'm bad just lucky. Anyway. I live. Yeah. I just. I think I live in a better area, a better drainage area where there's Good. not a That's lot helpful. of. Yeah. When you texted me and you were like, "I'm nervous because I have to drive in the rain," I was thinking, "Who are you? Because why would that no. bother you?" Anyway. Well, then. So. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, what are we going to talk about today, Julie? Because I loved this topic that you picked. Your Some... turn. Um, we're talking about things we think first I was thinking we would talk about things that we both don't know think the other one doesn't know about us but I think we're just going to do things most people wouldn't know about us okay I think a couple of them you might not know about me that the ones that I came up with just because I'm not sure if we ever talked about some of these things so we're gonna learn <laughs> all righty yes all right should Let's I kick off or should you I don't know um, what do you, what I thought do you I think? had a funny one to kick off with. But okay, good. Go for it. I don't think I do. You can go first. Well, let me ask you a question because this is one of mine. So how did you first find out that there was no Santa Claus? Oh, well, this is... <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know if I know the answer. 
I feel like you do. You had we had Christmas village was on a separate table in the living room, like a folding table. It wasn't like and nothing fancy. Um my favorite part was always like putting the fake snow out mm-hmm. on on the table. So I think like a few days before Christmas when I was in like fourth or fifth grade, I like looked under the table for the because that's where we kept the snow. And I looked under the table and there were presents there and they were wrapped and they had Santa's handwriting on them. And I was oh like, my God. I'm not going to say anything. And then I'm going to wait until Christmas and deduce if these this wrapping paper and this handwriting matches the wrapping paper under the tree. Oh, my God. And then the day after Christmas, I think I told you as we were doing like returns and Jonathan was like in the backseat and we were like whispering. I was like, I think, are you Santa? I don't even remember you saying that to me, but I do yeah. remember something about it being under the table. As soon as you mentioned it, I'm like, oh yeah, hiding those presents under the table. And it was yeah. the Santa, the Santa writing. And the set, of course, the separate wrapping paper, that was the Santa wrapping paper. I figured which, it out though. I, I, which I, I kind of investigative approach. <laughs> it's so funny that you didn't say anything. So how I found out in, my, in our house, we had one of those pull down steps that takes you up to the attic. Mm-hmm. And so... I guess. Well, now I know that that's where grandma and used to hide the presents up there. So one night I hear, and it's close to Christmas and I hear a lot of commotion. It's Christmas Eve, I think. And I'm like, oh, it's Santa on the, like literally, cause it was kind of above me. I hear walking footsteps. Yeah. I literally thought it was Santa. And I was like, oh my God. Ah, and I was, and then suddenly I hear grandma's voice and, and I hear the creak of the steps of the attic and I deduced in that moment, oh, Eureka, it's not Santa, mm-hmm. it's grandma. Did- and the thing is, I didn't say, I didn't, also didn't say anything, probably more so because I was scared because in my house, mm-hmm. like, you know, it was more of like, you would get in trouble for things. <laughs> so I didn't say anything. I'm like, I'm gonna keep it to myself. But it was like in the morning when they were like, oh, Santa brought, look what Santa, and I was like, mm, Santa. And I remember being very sarcastic to them a little like, how old oh, are you? Santa pretty old probably i'm in like fifth or sixth grade maybe even we i know i was like so gullible very, very sheltered like very sheltered childhood though i led a very sheltered childhood you know we were it i can't even explain it it was a function of growing up in the 60s i guess and also being very under you know grandma was always kept us under her thumb like very very in charge of us, right? Don't do this. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. It was, you know, there's a lot of rules and regulations. It is what it is. I mean, this is how I grew up. But anyway, so that's how I found out about Santa. That was my first thing that I didn't know if you mm-hmm. knew about me. Okay. I'm going to take, I'll take another one now. This one's going to throw you for a loop because I don't. Okay. okay you ready? Did you know that I tried, I was desperate to want to be a cheerleader when I was a child? Do you know this? I feel like, yes. Oh, really? Because I, I thought you might think no, because I didn't really, I always encourage you to play sports versus be a child. Well, yeah, because I was going to say that. <laughs> yeah, because I always thought what in our era, it was so important to be the girly girl, the cheerleader, the rah-rah. And, and I really, I know in my, I wished I could be a cheerleader, but I could barely do a cartwheel. I could, I tried for days and I was committed to learning to be able to do a split and it was not happening. This body is not doing a split. Not when it was 
two years old, not when it was 12 years old. It just wasn't designed to do a split. I'm not a limber person. I can't even touch my toes to this day. It's just not how I'm built. I and so you can learn that in like two days. I think that takes that couple wasn't months two days. of like yeah, flexibility I, training. <laughs> trust me, I was committed. Like for days after days, I would try, I would stretch. I would like, I just couldn't do a split. Anyway, I finally had to give it up and I decided to take baton twirling less. Somehow I learned how to twirl a baton somewhere along the way. And then I decided to pursue twirling, which was fine. But, uh, you know, mm -hmm. I just, I always felt that I wasn't good enough to be a cheerleader, you know? Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's just like maybe teenage I scars. wanted to do cheerleading and you were like, you have to sign up for sports too. I don't, remember being, a, I don't remember being a bully about it. <laughs> no, but I just feel like that. I don't remember the exact moment, but I feel like I remember asking, you're like, well, you have to sign up for, you have to play soccer too or something like that. And I just remember it being like, I guess if was, I was going to try cheerleading, and, and, I also listen, have to try. And I know, by the way, that cheerleading is is not easy and it is a sport in it's a, of itself. Yeah. But back then, cheerleading was more like you cheered the boys on. That was the purpose of it. It I wasn't like a sport it in its own right. And I just felt and like... where we lived, it wasn't like competitive cheerleading. Like it isn't like... No, no. Like, the middle it was of the country Roger, where it, it's right. gymnastics. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I just thought, I don't know. I felt that you would be, you seemed more, I could see it's you with fine. the boys. And, I turned okay, out good. fine. <laughs> you were so aggressive on the soccer field. I was like, look at her go. Cause you were just like with brothers and you just had such determination. And I, we saw it so young, how, how much of a competitive, you know, person you were. So mm -hmm. I thought it would serve you better anyway. And it, I think it did. I feel like this leads in, I didn't have this on my list, but maybe okay, it'll lead into the next one that right. I have a weird obsession with the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. And I used to love <laughs> the have. show, like yes. Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders making the team. When we went to Dallas to see the Jets play, I literally cried when they came on the field. So I was like, oh my God, they're right there. Yeah, so you used to love that show. I mean, you I were still, very I was heartbroken. The show stopped, got stopped. canceled. Yeah. And I was so sad. I'm like, should I rewatch every season? <laughs> Remember, you loved that show. And you always loved like America's Top Model. Um, the other show, The Bride. What was it called? The, Say Yes, Say to, yes the to the Dress. You were always... You you were always into those, that first beginnings like of reality things. TV. Yes. Yeah. You've always were into that sh those shows. I didn't spend a lot of time in general watching TV. So... I think your TV time, a lot of it was spent with Sita watching TV. I know that. And then I would be your voyeur to the shows you were watching at night. So I, mm -hmm. I of course know them, you know, I know, I know the most of them. I didn't, I don't think I watched the wedding one so much, but the other yeah. ones, you know, what show I was obsessed with when I was younger? Bewitched. I don't, okay. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you why. Like I know the premise of the show. So. Oh, you know the premise of the show. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. So for a few reasons, I was obsessed with it, is I wanted to have magic for my own self. Like mm. I would lay in bed at night and pray and wish, not pray like dear God, but like wish, 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 wish that I could have straight hair. It was like an obsession. Like how, if I'm bewitched, I know if bewitched can do it, I am going to be willing myself. I'm going to I want to wiggle my nose and make my hair straight. Like the thing, because I just felt so powerless. And that show was so like, you just wiggled your nose and you can make things happen. <laughs> I mean, I was obsessed with it, really. That was like one of my That's favorite, funny. favorite shows growing up. Yeah. I don't know. It was just, a, it was a big one for me because it was a lot of 
wanting to change things and having being powerless. I, I can read into it now of why I liked it because I I felt mm-hmm. so powerless at that age. And I wasn't, it, it wasn't a time where it was anybody really considering your thoughts. It was a different era. Oh my gosh. You know what I listened? I saw, I saw a piece of content recently where someone was talking about why they were talking about Gen Xers, but why Gen Xers don't give a fuck. That was the premise of this TikTok. Like, <laughs> because when we were younger and oh, and it was her take was, and why we are millennials, we've coddled our children and why they are the way they are. And it was so insightful. I think I saved it, which I'll send it to you. And her take on it was when we were growing up, we were not regarded and our feelings weren't considered. It was like, do what you're told. This is the rules. This is what you do. You, you were, you know, you're in trouble if you do that and whatever. And, and my rules were particularly strict. So when then when we had kids, we wanted to do everything that we didn't get treated like that. So we we wanted to, we always listened. We were more accommodating of your needs, your things. We wanted to give you things we couldn't have growing up. And so because of that, you're a product of that type of upbringing. Mm-hmm. Maybe not you particularly, but you a generation. And I thought it was very, very insightful because I remember the, I'm having those feelings. Like when we didn't have... Okay. And here's the other thing that I was going to say that maybe you don't know about me. And I was terrified to go to school in first grade. I cried every single day. I didn't want to go to school. Like meltdown, meltdown. No, it's meltdown major. And no, I won't say that grandma didn't try and figure out why, but she was, didn't have a lot of time to figure out why she had three other kids twins and another mm-hmm. baby at home. And she just needed me to get my ass to school in first grade. And I was being troublesome. So I was sent, smacked and sent off to school in a way. But I'm sure she didn't say, oh, she must have said, why? I don't understand. But it wasn't like, why? Let's talk about it. Why? It was like, why? I don't understand. Okay. So it was a different type of exploratory, if you will. Yeah. So I know she probably asked me, but I was, maybe I was too scared to tell her why. I don't know what the, I really don't know why. She was like, is someone doing something to you at school? She did explore the abuse she, I remember her asking that. I was like, no, no one's doing anything to me at school. So, but for some reason in first grade and only first grade, by the way, I what had, I could not, I cried every day. And I recently saw a TikTok of a little girl going to first grade and she was crying in the backseat of the car, but her mother was trying to figure out what, why she didn't want, just kind of saying to her, you have to go. Why don't you want to go? I don't want to go. And I look back at that now and I'm thinking psychologically, I'm sure there was something, you know, my mom was home with these other three kids and I needed attention. And Mm -hmm. now I was being shipped off to school. Who knows what the reasons are? I wish I could get into my first grade self and figure it out. Mm -hmm. Maybe I should go under hypnosis and solve it once Mm -hmm. and for all. We'd all have the answer of why I didn't want to go to school. (laughs) I don't know. You never had that any time in your life. You didn't ever want to go to school. Say it. When did you have it? (laughs) Why didn't you say it? I don't know. I don't say things. <laughs> I kept things in. Like Why I would always do things, but I was terrified. I know that when you went to the camp on the camp bus. Yeah. Well, I know. Well, now I know. But I didn't think you were scared then. You looked like you were perfectly happy to go. <laughs> it's called <laughs> acting. Coping, 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 whatever. Yeah, know. just like, yeah. but you know, I think those things that you did then uh, prepared you for the independence that you felt when you were able to go to Europe by yourself. I don't think you would have yeah. been able to do that if you didn't like get on that campus without any other friends and just go off to know. camp and meet new people. So maybe, maybe it helped you. The a little fear bit. of doing something alone is always outweighed for me by the desire to do the thing that I want to do. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You can push through. Yeah. Even though I'm like terrified. 
That's it. That's because still you're to very, this day. Still to this day, I can see that. I can see that with comedy because you have to be. It's terrifying to get on stage, yeah. and what if people don't laugh? But you push past it to do it because you want to do it. Mm-hmm. Same theory. Yeah. All right. What's something else we don't know about you? I feel like mine were more like personality quirks and not like okay. experiences. I don't. Okay. So I don't have any like. Oh, remember when this happened? This happened. Um, okay. I had one that is, I have a hard time reading analog clocks. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know really? this one, like a, a clock on the wall. You have like trouble the, reading a clock? Like it takes me a few seconds. Oh. I, I think I it's like. That's interesting. You so said it about the oven and LBI. Remember how like, or the. Because we have the dad makes all his driftwood clocks, and I can't. Those are impossible. They don't have any numbers, and those I just I have to think too hard. I'm like, just give me a digital. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know you had trouble. It does take an extra second on an analog clock, but I'm pretty quick on that. Quicker than right and left. So there's hard. That's what's hard. (laughs) So I'm going to say this: is people. I'm sure there's people listening. Maybe that right and left is the same as up and down. That that's how much they don't have to think about it. Because mm-hmm. there was a there was a TikTok about this or an Instagram reel or something like that yeah. where it was somebody said it was like a meme of her saying oh when I found out that some people think of left and right the same as up and down and I was thinking who because I definitely have to think which way is right and left I have to think for a minute every single time it's never like oh left like I was thinking about that before I just did it <laughs> I had to make sure I was going to go in the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> so don't you have a beat before you think of right and left or no yeah right and left is yeah when i'm trying to like yeah yeah it is yeah it but for some sec. people it's like up down right left just like that and that's not how it is if no. at all also dad tom he always knows where north is <laughs> i have no grasp on that by the oh, way i can do that which is like makes no sense what you yeah. always like sitting right now you know which way north is Holy crap, what? Innately? Or you I nodded. Just, yes, I know. <laughs> what? I do. Right now, I, I could look out a window at the city buildings and I still have to think which way's north. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, I could probably figure out where if you're sitting there, you're sitting facing, facing. west. Yes, I'm facing west. You even know it. It would take me longer than it just took you to figure it out. But I. <laughs> I just don't have that innate sense of where I am on the map in the world ever. And Tom will always say to me, he's like, well, which way's north? I'm like, I don't effing know which way's north. Don't ask me that question. I don't know. I don't, I think there's some people that are just geographically plugged in, continuously geographically plugged in. And I am not one of them. One time dad drove me. So we were dating and I was in college. I was going to school in Connecticut one of uh, one of the times we were dating because we were dating and then we broke up and then we were dating again years later. So early, early in the dating years, he was going to drive me back to, to school. For some reason, he said he would drive me back to Connecticut. And I had him, we must have gone an hour out of the way because I said, no, it's definitely this way. This oh, was before goodness. GPS and phones and everything. We drove, when I say an hour, we were somewhere so so not where we were supposed to be going. It was like an added an extra, an extra another hour back to the trip and then another hour where we were supposed to be going. It was kind of a nightmare. He reminds me of that one on occasion. 
<laughs> when I, I tell them I'm good that, with directions. <laughs> I'm good with directions. Or, you are. But I was going to say one of my things is that everyone says I look like dad, but nobody knows what dad looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, ha, ha, you mean people say you look, you look like dad? Like maybe on the internet. Looks- like maybe on the internet. Like everyone who knows me knows that I look like Tom, but right. nobody in the internet internet world, world knows that I look like everyone. You know. Yeah, they don't know. It's just like funny because everyone's in those people. Sometimes people will be like, "Oh, you look like your mom." Like, nope, you haven't. You haven't seen Tom. (laughs) If if they say that, then I'm like, you clearly have not met Tom. That's really funny. But you and you have a lot of his um, engineering type traits. You know, you have a lot of his. (laughs) No, no, those are good skills to have. Hey, you're very analytical. You're like organized. You, I don't know everything about all those skills. I mean, I'm organized. Mm in my head i'm not organized if i look at my i don't believe know, that in my head i have some semblance of organization no no maybe not mm-hmm. maybe i think i do i don't know so, because producers are supposed to be organized people and so i learned to be organized i learned over the years how to be organized but now i, I don't need to be as much as a director it feels great not to have that on my plate anymore mm-hmm. thank you very much what is one of some of your other things that we don't know um that I'm a I'm an easy crier that I cry oh, wow. very easily at like TV shows, commercials, movies, like when things happen to you. When things and when things happen, like if I fall, like if I just trip, I'll start crying, even if I'm not hurt, you know? Like I was at my college friend's wedding, Kelly, and we were taking pictures outside and I had was stepping backwards and I was wearing heels, which I don't wear often. I'm stepping backwards and I feel I tripped. Like I could feel the cameraman's bag that I tripped on. And first I'm like, oh my God, I'm falling in this dress and the heels. Like I don't want to break anything. And, and it was, like, was it wet because it was raining? Or it no, was wet. Too. It was raining. And then a second, then the second thing that's going through has like, this is his camera bag. This is thousands of dollars oh, of lenses God. right here. So I'm like freaking out. So I'm, and it's happening in slow motion. So I'm like, I go down. <laughs> And I'm fine. I'm not hurt at all, but I just start, tears start coming. And I'm like, I'm not hurt. Everyone's like, oh my God, are you okay? And I'm like, uh-huh. I'm fine. It's just like my, it's how I react. It's physical. It's a and physical And it's always reaction. been that way. Even if I'm not like severely injured, oh. I'll just start, I cry so easily. It's so annoying. Yeah, you do cry easily. But sometimes I think, I always thought it was just with me because you let your guard down. So if something happens, I'm like, you're immediately crying. And I'm like, please don't cry. It's okay. You know? No. Oh, I didn't know that was like an automatic thing. That's, I feel like it's it's really automatic. Like if I hear the song from Barbie, I'll start crying. Oh, Even if it, just, it comes on the cry. radio. If like, I... I never thought of that of you. Like I, because I don't think I've, maybe you've let that be seen. Really? I I cry every time I movies all the every time. Every time I hear that song, I have to fight back tears. Every single time. What that what I can't even say it. <laughs> I can't even say it without crying. Oh, goodness. What about what about that movie that I can't even say the name of? <laughs> the notebook. Oh my god. Don't make me talk about it, please. But I will be immediately I crying. I can't even um, but yeah. There's things that make me cry immediately. Immediately. But not like if something happens to me, I'm not crying. So that's an interesting difference. Like my, for mine, it's emotional. Like my, I will think of something. If I get hurt, my Mine's reaction is both. not to cry. Yeah, and I don't have really, any. It's really aggravating because it's like people will think that I'm really hurt 
Oh, and a lot crying. of times I'm crying, but I also think it's funny because I'm like, oh, I just felt that's hilarious. Like, you know, and I'm like and laughing. That makes about you cry and too. That's what yeah, I'm yeah, crying. Yeah. Wow. Laughing makes me cry. It's the worst. Right. Because then I'm right. like just bawling. People are like, oh my God, you're laughing so hard. You're crying. I'm like, this is not rare. Oh, this happens too often. Yeah, I, I cry. Oh gosh. I almost, I thought of you this morning because I went out for a run and I was walking <laughs> Just before oh, I started no. my runs, it's gonna be hard. I'm not even able to say it without crying again. But I was thinking, and I was like, "Oh, I should take out my phone and record this because it's like such a such an honest moment." But I actually thought of you, and I said, "You know what? I don't need to record this moment. This is fine. I'm just gonna let this one pass." Okay. But I see a young, in her twenties for sure, person with the blind stick walking in front of me, immediately crying, immediately crying. Help. <laughs> okay. Immediately. Like, why am I crying? I can tell you why, but oh my God, immediately. Well, we know why, but it's fine. Yeah, let's not immediately cry. crying. I'm like, holy shit, I'm crying. This is ridiculous. Why am I crying? And I know why I'm crying. <laughs> but I also Maybe know this whole be... episode is about how oh, we're very my... easy criers. <laughs> That's what the name of it is. We cry at the drop of a hat. I was crying. Oh, I was thinking all the things. I'm like, oh my God, she's living oh. her life. She's so, she's so bright and popping along up and down the curb. I'm watching her. I followed her for like a couple of blocks. Oh, and I'm just like, you want to hear something absurd about my crying maybe to get distract you is that I will cry at the end of TV shows if it's like, you know, the last like show that you were watching episode. Well, no, for example, like okay. The Office, Shits Creek, Parks and Rec, like oh. some of my favorite shows. I will cry during the last episode. I know what happens. I've seen the episode hands at least 10 times i will still bawl as if it is the first time i am experiencing this finale i cry every fucking time oh wow yeah or if there's like emotional scenes that really resonate with me in the shows like no matter how many times i've seen that episode i will cry oh gosh i can relate to that though because every time i see the freaking notebook i can't i can't even watch the beginning of it i mean really it's not good I need a tissue. I'm crying now thinking about it. Oh my God. Don't, it's ridiculous. Don't but I don't know that. I, I don't. I know. Do you think we're more emotional than most people? No, I think probably there's a lot of people that are like us. I would imagine. And I feel like I'm a tough person too. Like I'm a tough person you physically. Are. So I get really annoyed when I cry, when I get hurt. Cause I'm like, I'm actually, when I uh, sprained my ankle in the canyon, oh. when I went hiking, I went hiking, steep trail. At the bottom of the steep trail, like almost a mile in, I helped, felt my ankle snap on a rock. I didn't cry until, because we had to hike back up. Oh, you didn't cry then? We, I hiked back. I did not cry until we hiked back up and we got to the car. And like we were walking to the, we were getting closer to the car. And then I finally cried. That was like oh. the first time I've ever gotten hurt. And I didn't like cry because I think I was like cry. so panicked. Oh, Wow. Yeah, that, well, I wonder but why. Every other that time that might have been just a survival instinct in a way. Yeah. I don't I That's funny that you would say that because I do think this. I don't think I cried as much when I was in survival cancer mode as mm. I did when I was in the aftermath. I actually don't think I cried that much. Mm. In the beginning when I was blind, no question, I cried because yeah, I was thinking of all the things. Mode. But when I was in survival mode, bear. So you were in survival mode when you fell. Mm-hmm. It's the same kind of instinct kicked in. You're like, I got to get myself out of this canyon. I got to, we have to hike back to the car. So you were in survival mode and then it hit you. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think happened to me uh, for sure. And that's why I think now 
something will trigger it. And I'm like, I'm crying. This is annoying. When I'm on people's podcasts now, when I'm on a guest, I, not that I worry about it at all, by the way, I don't even think about it before, but sometimes the conversation will go into, will you share some, you know, what happened to you on social, with cancer on social mm-hmm. media? And I'm like, oh, I'm happy to talk about it. I'm not, I'm not going to like not talk about it, but I never know when I'm g- talking about it with what person that it's going to trigger yeah. that feeling again. It is. I just never know. Sometimes like, you don't know. Yeah. Even sometimes when people, when it used to be things with Jonathan, when they would say, oh, you have a son with autism. Like there's times where somebody would trigger something in me and I'm like, why am I crying? He's been my child for, you know, 25 years. I'm crying now. I don't know. It's just something triggers. It also could be the person and what they're emoting that makes it come Mm -hmm. out. So this one particular podcast that I was just on, I wish I could pronounce her name, so I won't. It's Dr. Dr. Lily, I think is how she says her name. She was amazing, but she's a therapist by trade. So funny enough, on her episode, of course, I'm bawling, but I just, and I felt fine doing it. It wasn't like I was embarrassed or anything. I just felt bad for her. I was like, sorry, I don't mean to be like overly emotional. She's like, why do women feel like they have to apologize for crying? It's perfectly fine. But it Mm -hmm. was like, uh, it was a little unexpected because I talked about, I've talked about it so much and I don't cry. So why do certain moments make it happen? Okay, I just thought of another one that really makes me cry. And I hate that this makes me cry. What? You're watching the Super Bowl. (laughs) Okay, are you going to cry now? The the game's over and they just keep panning on the players that lost. I hate watching the sad men in sports games that lose. Because I'm just like, they're finally showing emotion. Like, that's what my mind is like. I'm like, it's so, it's so special that these men are finally like emoting it's not like oh i feel bad for them but i'm like they're finally crying or like they're finally like sad and then i'm also like they work wow. so hard right so when i, I it especially gets feeling, me but... at like um like during college stuff during college oh yeah because i'm like the teenagers these babies they're like babies. there's these children <laughs> and what do you think makes me cry about it <laughs> Because I know they're they moms. could be, yes, I'm like, their poor moms are hurting so bad. <laughs> okay, maybe we should get on a different topic or we different start topic. to wrap it up. Oh my goodness, we're crying. But I do, <laughs> this is an emotional episode and I hate that I'm crying in it. That wasn't the point. <laughs> it's not a, it's a funny episode. We're just, now we're talking about. It is mine. funny. What are your secret talents? Do you have a secret talent you want to share? Let's, let's switch gears for one second. I'm really good at painting my nails. <laughs> you are. Like, I give myself a better manicure than the salon. I'll show the camera. <laughs> I do them myself. Okay, that's a good skill. That is I don't know. Skill. People Helpful. always ask me, like, when I see, I'd say, like, oh, I'm like something about my nails. Like, oh, did you get them? Where'd you get them done? I'm like, I did them myself. Yeah, that's a good skill to have. Because I <laughs> do not like when I go to the salon. They do not do it as good as me. I've gotten to the point where I've been doing my nails for almost three years now. So yeah. It's a money saver. That's mine. It's, and it's also, you can do know, whatever you want. Made, Steven's cousin made me realize that I've probably saved hundreds of dollars over the last three years by doing my nails myself. Yeah. I'm like, I should treat myself. Yeah. <laughs> What's That's, your, do you have should. any secret talents? Uh, well, that I can write backwards in script. I think that's like a weird. I can do that too. <clears throat> you can do that. So yeah. we, we should have like a write-off one day. It's funny. I never even knew that you could do that. <clears throat> I don't know if I. Do you write in, can you print backwards or just write backwards? That's harder. Script? Oh, you don't do script, right? Cursive. No, I can do script. I can do cursive. Yeah, it's so weird, but that's a, that's a, an odd one that I can do. I don't know. It's like one, one hidden talent. I don't know if I have any other hidden talents. Can you hula hoop? Yeah, right? You're a hula hooper. Yeah. 
<laughs> you can shoot you can shoot hoops you have you have probably a lot more skills than me we know that i'm a baton twirler but that's that's like i'm out there with that talent that's not hidden i have to think of some other hidden talents i don't know that i have many probably not i think they're all mm -hmm. out for the world to see at this point <laughs> i wanted to say as we're wrapping up we were talking about the negative neg our negativity on mm -hmm. social media podcast just aired like two days ago yeah. whatever so this might be i don't know when this is gonna go out but i got a mean comment on my video the other day I, okay so I, I posted a video and it was just like a funny thought that i had that my dream collaboration would be taylor swift and lin-manuel miranda working on something else i'm just trying really, to that would really be good. funny things and someone commented what an idea the two most annoying people on earth <laughs> Like, how could you? That's probably the only so, person that would come out of the woodwork and say that, by the way. So I responded last night. Oh, did you? I said, what an idea, leaving a really annoying comment on the internet. <laughs> and guess what? What? They deleted their comment. It's gone. <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Justice has been served. <laughs> maybe they regretted their comment. That's so Yeah, because I feel like sometimes people just don't realize that there's someone else reading it. And especially, right. I went to their page, zero videos, uh, zero always, posts, always zero nothing. Video. So well, sometimes I feel like um, I don't want to be mean back to people, but I kind of just want to make people realize you're saying someone and someone else is reading it who has thoughts, feelings, emotions. Yes, so like maybe sure. think twice. You maybe don't, it twice. takes more effort to comment something mean than to just scroll. Yes, absolutely. I had a lot of- That was of, just my little um, update. Your update, I want to update on that one too, because it, since it just did get posted, the teaser, and then people I've been listening to it, I had a couple of people comment right away. First of all, oh, how can anybody even leave a meme comment on your videos? Like you're only helping people, whatever. But I did have another creator, um, Lorraine, uh, Lorraine Laddish. She's the older creator as well. She came and she left me audio messages and she was telling me how she has so many mean con comments on so many of her videos and they are from older women her age so i thought that was really interesting to that's share interesting. and she was she was like i hope They're you're jealous. okay don't she, I, yeah that's what i of course but i was first of all when i listened to her things she she did say i hope you, you're probably over it by now but i just want you to know this and i am over it i got over it pretty quickly anyway but <clears throat> when she left that when she left her messages on my thing, she she said, and Julie and you were talking about how older people are nicer. And she said, I find that's not true at all because I have so many mm. older people who are really mean and have said really mean things to her over the years. Now, she was an early influencer to be, uh, she was an early adopter influencer, like an older influencer that before that she didn't come out in the pandemic. She's been doing this for more mm -hmm. like 10 years. So she's experienced it like from firsthand. And hi, Lorraine, if you're listening, because she's so amazing. But uh, she definitely has put herself out there. She's does yoga. She's attractive. She's like fashion. She's just, I mean, I think just lovely and stunning. And I'm like, how could she, anybody even say anything mean about her? She's just like, mm -hmm. in my book, she looks like amazing, like a model. But anyway, people are mean. People are freaking mean. And we're just going to let them be. Let them be mean goodbye leave us goodbye. scroll on <laughs> so don't leave us any mean comments here because we're just going to delete them <laughs> i didn't delete the comment though they deleted right them. right right they deleted it even better yeah we don't really hair uh, flip. Yeah. in general we don't <laughs> hair flip in general we don't really bother i don't i don't even bother to delete them i don't even block people that are mean i'm like let I them know. be there i was whatever. like 
oh, should I not do this? And I was like, it's not like I'm really insulting them. I'm just making them realize what they did. Yeah. yeah. You helped that person. Anyway, maybe that's another topic for a different day. Yeah. I like, I, I don't know. What do you mean? Like talking about how to help people on um, the internet? No, maybe how it's become so normalized to hate on other people's interests. Um, why can't people just let people who are Taylor Swift fans just like be happy? Like, why do they have to hate and find mm-hmm. reasons to publicly shame people for being interested in what they're interested in? Yes. when the, I, I think why that's so prevalent now is because people can hide behind their keyboards and do yeah. it. If, if you were in a room... I always picture social media as real life. This is like a big part of my mindset when I'm thinking about social media. Mm-hmm. And I think about, here's a, a, a you're, I'm speaking at a conference and there's like a flat bunch of people in the audience and one of them doesn't like what I say. Is that person standing up and telling me right on the spot that yeah, they don't like no. what I have to say? Hella, no, they are not because they're wimps and they're not going to do that. Well, but if we, what? I tell people I like Taylor Swift and they're like, oh, how could you like her music? She sucks. Like to my face. Friends have said this to me. Yeah. No, that's kind of surprising. Well, I guess maybe that's exceptions to that. I just think if you're, you're in a crowd of people and you have something negative to say, you, you probably aren't standing up and announcing it, especially if you're the person that would leave a mean comment on a, on a video, because you can hide behind your keyboard and say mean things. And it was used to be like that in, in, in the corporate world. I wasn't in big corporations, but I was in companies and people would be in the room and they'd be, you know, being mad about the client or saying this and that about the client. Even I think about my former business partner. He'd be like, they're stupid. They don't know what they're doing, blah, blah, blah. And the minute they get on the phone call, oh, hey, you know, being so nice because that's just, yeah. they're too, you know, they're not not saying, saying they're not strong enough, but they're not, will, you know, they're fine to do it behind someone's back, but they're not comfortable doing it to anyone's face. And I think the internet provides a safe space for any a-hole to come ahead and say whatever the hell they want to say, unfortunately. Retweet. <laughs> Let's Woo! end on that. Let's do it. Okay, yours truly. Helen and Julie. All right. If you enjoyed listening, leave us a comment because we leave, we left you lots of good things that you could share of little tips of hidden secrets about yourself. Feel free to share them with us. We'd love to hear it. And as always, look for us on the socials. The mothership uh, is me, and Julie Polisi is Julie without the e. And we are together on hellosocialize.com, bringing you workshops, tutorials. We ha- Oh, we should talk about our upcoming, oh, I don't know if it'll be over by the time this one airs though, but we're having yeah. our first live workshop where we're going to have a guest on. We're going to be doing that once a month and I uh, want to see how, how much fun that is. I know Gina's really looking forward to it. So by the time you hear this, maybe we've already, we've already met Skinny Taste and we'll be talking about it in a future episode, how, how it went. So look for that. HelloSocialize.com is where you can find all of it and subscribe to our amazing newsletter. Yay. Yay. All right. Bye. See you next week. Bye.